Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's the best pizza in the city, still making a great royal pizza, multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you. 13, in fact, with delivery and takeout. You can visit royalpizza.ca for more information. The stopper recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. This email comes in on our Ashley Fine Floors text and email line from uh, Val out of uh, Colorado. He's given us some numbers here. He says, Bob, Brian Burke is not a grim reaper, but rather a grim realist. This is not an ordinary flu, but may very well go down in history as one of the most deadly. Colorado's case count is over four times of what Alberta's is, and it is still climbing. All right. Well, one guy whose career is on the ascendancy is uh, Dylan Gunther, who was the number one pick in the WHL uh, Bantam uh, draft uh, back in 2018. Um, He ended up uh, today being named Eastern Conference Rookie of the Year as a 16-year-old in the WHL, and we're pleased to be joined by Dylan right now. Dylan, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Uh, I haven't talked to you for a while. I I, I just want to get the full confirmation. It's not Gunther, or Ginther, right? It's Gunther, is that correct? It's Gunther, yes. It is Gunther, because there are some people out of Texas show say, no, it's more like uh, Ginther, and I'm like, I don't think so. I thought it was Gunther. So there you have it. That's good to know. Uh, How would you describe, uh, we'll get to the conclusion of the season in a second, but how would you, are you pretty happy with what you uh, were able to accomplish this year in your first full season in the Western Hockey League? Yeah, I know. It's uh, more than I ever expected. I mean, I just came in... uh trying to do the best I can and work my hardest, so uh, things went well. I'm happy with how my first season came out. They kind of brought you along slowly, right? Like sort of the first, I don't know, maybe third of the season, you were mostly in a bottom six role at even strength. You did see some power play time, but then they started to accelerate the minutes with you, and you played a lot with Sawchuk and uh, Jake Neighbors down the stretch. How much did those guys kind of help you, and, and, and how much did the coaching staff help you, maybe not rushing you and playing you too many minutes out of the gate? Right, I think uh, I definitely had to work my way up, and uh, nothing was given to me, I don't think, so I think that really helped uh, from a character standpoint. I mean, never really had to do that before, and uh, I think that helped for my development. And uh, with Jake and Riley, I think uh, they really helped me. They took me under their wing, and uh, they, uh, you know, sometimes you get a bad rep, sometimes from the older guys coming in the league, and they were all super nice to me and super welcoming, so I can't thank them enough. Did you, uh, because of the caliber of Edmonton's team, because sometimes there's other kids uh, and they go in as a number one pick or a top five overall pick, and they seemingly have the weight of the world on their shoulders. And I'm going to guess, based on Edmonton's success last year, going three rounds of the playoffs, winning 42 games, 
and you know you guys knowing you're going to have a decent team this year you probably didn't feel maybe the same pressure as uh as some other kids that might be out there that are in a similar situation to you as a top five overall pick no i don't think so i think uh sometimes the individual puts the pressure on themselves just looking at uh past statistics over the time and uh i definitely didn't do that i was just trying to play my game and uh, work my hardest and things fell into place what is your game uh, I think I'm a. I think I'm a two-way player. I think uh, I like to make plays in the offensive zone. The offensive zone would be uh, probably the strength of my game, just making plays and shooting the puck. I think I have a good shot, and uh, it's probably my best my best aspect. Yeah, you're a modest guy. You can flat out shoot the pill. Uh, is that something that you emphasize? You know, from the moment you first started playing, or was it something that you could, you know, you've continuously sort of improved during the course of your young career? Yeah, I know. I think I had a good shot when I first started playing hockey, but I uh, I have a shooting area in my basement, and it gets put to good work, whether it's in the off season or the or during the season. Uh, me and my younger brother are down there shooting pucks all the time, so I think that really helps. You don't have like an old washing machine down there or something, right? You're just shooting up against the cement wall. <laughs> no, no, we have a net, and uh, yeah, the nets go through pretty quick. About every uh, six or eight months, we got to buy a new one because the netting's worn out or all the the medal's dented in, so yeah, it gets put to good work. We're joined by the uh, number one uh, pick of the 2018 WHL Bantam Draft, Dylan Gunther, who's named Eastern Conference Rookie of the Year, finished with better than a point per game as a 16-year-old. He is draft eligible for the 2021 NHL Draft. Uh, it must be a little bit frustrating for the Oil Kings, given that you guys were having another great year. You're first in the Eastern Conference, second in winning percentage in the league. That you didn't have a chance to to finish the season out and win a uh, a league championship. Yeah, I know it definitely sucks. I mean, uh, we worked super hard throughout the regular season to uh, get the advantages of home ice and whatnot in playoffs, and uh, to see that call fall short is definitely heartbreaking. But uh, I think uh, we're all going to be working hard over this uh, short off season or this long off season here, and uh, we're going to come back stronger. Yeah, uh, I mean, you can't skate. How does the guy? Are you are you still training every day? Are you still what? What can you do given the fact that you, you know you're in the situation that you're in, and we're in the situation that we're in right now, dealing with the COVID nineteen pandemic. Right, I think it's definitely something that we have to take precaution with and uh, be concerned about. But uh, no, I have uh, some equipment in my basement, and I sent some pictures to my off season trainer, and he sent me a good program that I can do. So I'm doing that and just sticking to the program, and I think it's been doing good. Yeah, what do you well. think? Uh, what do you think is the biggest aspect? I mean, you mentioned you got a great shot. What do you think is the biggest aspect of your game that you think you need to continuously work on moving forward? Um, I think sk my skating. I uh, saying that I do think it's come a long way within the past two years, just getting stronger and more explosive. But I think speed is a huge aspect to the game, and uh, especially like one's first three strides. I think that can really separate players, so that's what that's my biggest focus right now. So I'm I'm going to date myself a bit, but uh, when I grew up. Uh, I went from uh, Dave Keon to probably Guy Lafleur to uh, Mark Messier to Eric Lindros. Those were sort of my favorite players over about a 25 or so year run. Who is your favorite player maybe at 8 or 9, and who's your favorite player now? Yeah, I think at 8 or 9, it'd definitely be Sidney Crosby. I mean, uh, I have Sidney Crosby jerseys in my house, and uh, I love watching him play. He's still a great player, but I mean, being from Edmonton and uh, watching McDavid and Dreisaitl play uh, almost every other night, it's uh, super fun to watch them play. So 
stuff they can do together is crazy. So I uh, love watching them. It's also a sign, do you not agree, Dylan, that, that your teammates can make you better? And, and you know, uh, Peter Zosky wrote a book called Game of Our Lives about the Oilers in the early 80s and about how Mark Messi and Yari Curry and Glenn Anderson, uh, Paul Coffey all got better because they were practicing and playing with Wayne Gretzky. And we've had Wayne on this show multiple times, and he said, Bob, I got better playing with those guys too. And, and, and I'm wondering about the standards that uh, – you guys had in your practices and how brad lauer because it's been back-to-back excellent seasons for brad you know is 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 a lot of the success you guys have seen in regular season hockey as a result of sort of the standard that's been set in practice yeah no i think we practice uh, really hard i mean big step for me was coming from midget into uh the western league was the practices the pace of practice is super high and uh no we work super hard in practice and we battle as if it's a game so i think uh we're all getting better in practice which leads to our game success you got a lot of extra time on your hands these days have you been watching anything on netflix or anything like that um i mean not a whole lot i've kind of i watched the tiger king i don't know if you've heard about that it's a new show uh, you talk about the tiger zoos so i finished yeah, that and i've uh watched all the riverdale so i'm just kind of waiting for a new show to come along uh, you got to get into Ozark or Mindhunter or uh, Narcos or something. Are those old shows now for you guys? I don't know. Yeah, I know. I've heard of Ozark. I think uh, my parents started watching that, so I'll get that a try. <laughs> uh, I'm probably, your, your parents are probably younger than me. That's great. Hey, Dylan, <laughs> Best best of luck moving forward. We'll touch base at some point next season when we get up and back at her, okay? Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. That is Dylan Gunther of the uh, Edmonton Oil Kings. No, he didn't make me feel like an old fogey. I just am. Am I an old fogey? I am young at heart, man. Young at heart. All right. Uh, 780-496-0063. That is our Ashley Fine Floors text line, 142. We're going to bang off a couple. If the cap dropped, you could just take a player's percentage of the cap now and apply that same percentage to whatever the cap may be. Well, that is one way to do the rollback. Absolutely. Uh IMAX says, Bob, there is talk in other countries like the Czech Republic, where my wife is from, about letting the virus run through the younger, healthier population. The numbers are better as they reacted much quicker, uh, sort of a one-to-one-ish ratio, than most countries. So they're looking seriously at how to adapt rather than waiting for a vaccine, which we all uh, deep down know may still be far away and the planet could financially implode before it's available difficult in a self-centered populace like North America where it gives some sector the okay the rest will cry my rights to pull through but from IMAC interesting perspective is this actually so this is happening in the Czech Republic they're letting the virus run through the younger healthier population and uh oh, that's interesting really interesting <laughs> wow 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 Mark says, uh, out of Edmonton, seeing that the NHL wants to showcase their product to China so badly, let's load up the boys and go over there and play. Well, I know one thing. I know when they want their uh, boys over there to go play. China's hosting the 2022 the 2022 Olympic Games. 
And you have to believe that when a country hosts an international event, it is an opportunistic time to showcase your wares. Some would suggest maybe to propagate myths about how great your society is in that situation. I wouldn't say that, but some might say that. 145 in Edmonton. Bob, when will the CFL make a decision on the season this year from Rod? I don't know. I mean, could the CFL not start in September? Play like a 10 or 12 game schedule till the end of November? Why not? September, October, November? Could they not do that? No, I'm not. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Sure on that one, but that's a fair question. We'll take a quick time out. It's 145 at Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers Now. Hi, I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. 146 in Edmonton. Rent Ridge Ford and Wetaska when focused on your health and peace of mind. They are proud to be a part of Ford Canada's Built to Lend a Hand program, helping their customers through these difficult times committed to social responsibility, safety, and supporting their valued clients through flexible financing, online sales and support, and even delivery and mobile service. Find out more about how Brent Ridge Ford is built to lend a hand by calling one 3673 or visiting brentridge.com. To this day in order's history, Back of the 6:30 Chad Studios is Brendan Escott because I got to search back and now I got to find a text and the problem was Brendan it's from about an hour ago so I'm gonna it's gonna take me so make this count here over the next 55 seconds or so. All right. Well, on this day, <laughs> on this day in 1991, you already touched on this one, Bob. Essa Tikkanen, of all people, completes the hat trick by scoring the overtime winner at the Olympic Saddle Dome in Calgary as the Oilers sink the flames in Game 7 of the Smythe Division semifinals. So... That was the uh, same series that's that their in Flurry goal has been played on loop out of? Or was, yes. Okay. Yes, yes, absolutely. Much to the chagrin of a lot of other fans out there. So no, it was a, it was a big one. There is no question. It was a I can uh, I, I can tell you that I was working at C J S R at the time at the campus radio station and uh, I was pumped up to see that end result, man. It was uh it was a special. Uh, a spe- I mean, the flame. Brendan, the Oilers were down three nothing in the hockey game. They're on the ropes. Tikkanen's first goal was scored from outside the uh, time zone. Incredible. Uh, some would say lucky for Edmonton to have been able to get back, but they did find a way uh, back into it. Bob, you suggested the NCAA model for getting back at, at hockey here. Back into our Ashley Fine Flores text line. Why not just hold it at Rogers Place? You've got the community arena there. You've got a hotel right there, several hotels around the area. You could host all the teams, uh, uh, says a trucker bride. Uh, 
five teams that can have pretty well their own dressing room set up. I think Edmonton would be an ideal spot for that. Well, you might see you you might see that suggestion start to come out there. Okay, I I would hazard a guess that that's likely to occur. This text uh, from Buck says, uh, "Hey Bob, I'm all for getting sports back, any kind of sports, but I'd never want to put my parents, my kids, or my grandkids in harm's way just to have sports come back." I'm in the let's do this right camp and be cautious. And hey, we live in a society of uh, safe. There's no question. It's a different era. And that's a good thing in most situations. Trent has texted us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, wouldn't Edmonton be a prime location to host up to 8 to 10 teams on neutral site basis? Two full-size ice sheets with multiple options for hotels and restaurants that could easily be isolated while maintaining rink access without accessing public areas. Uh, That one uh, comes to us from Trent. Bob, do dormitories have uh, private or communal washrooms? The latter would make them a non-starter. Also, dormitories have cleaning staff, uh, clean rooms, uh, or just in the public areas. And I, I guess it would depend on the school. I, I don't actually know, uh, you know, whether or not every dormitory out there at all the various campuses uh, would each have individual uh, washrooms. Ken has texted the show to say, Bob, Big Rig Al uh, was wrong to dismiss the economic impact of sports. The sector hit the hardest right now is hospitality and retail, which is directly affected by the absence uh, of sport. Uh, Of the initial million that applied for EI, I heard 90% was from retail and hospitality, and sports could help that. That one comes to us from a can. Bob, uh, one of the challenges of going into smaller facilities, what would the broadcast quality be compared to an NHL rink? Can't imagine that they'd have the same NHL quality sight lines and number of cameras, etc. That's a fair comment. I mean, I can date back all the way to my days at the University of Alberta when I was the SIT at the school. Okay? And it was funny because you can't bid on a championship unless your arena seats more than 3,000. Right, that was in the championship bid at that time. So we hosted the uh, at least for games that were to be televised. The U of A hosted the 04, 05, 05, 06 national championships, and there was a little bit of a strategy in the 04, 05 one. You have to bid on it a couple of years earlier, but we were headed to an Armageddon with the NHL players and the league owners at that time. Uh, and I was doing total sports, but I was working full time at the U of A. I remember saying you're never going to get a better scenario if they decide they can't get this thing figured out here than 0405. And so one of the comments was, we, the UVA ended up getting the bid, but none of the games on TV in the 0405 year were allowed to be at Claire Drake Arena. And I remember uh, the head producer uh, for TSN, uh, Mitch Kersner, going, Bob, and I'd worked for Mitch in the past doing Fon Court and Stats, and he said, we should be doing the games at Claire Drake Arena. The building's packed, and I'm like, well, they said there's no sight lines and not enough good camera. He goes, what are you talking about? This is perfect. But, of course, the CIAU at that time, or CIS, had a rule in place about the size of facility. Um, I'd actually think a smaller facility would help instead of a bigger facility if you don't have fans because you don't have fans. Unless you can do, I mean, I don't even know how you'd circumvent that. Uh, Jay says, Bob, professional hockey is for the fans. No fans, no hockey. And again, uh, 
780-496-0068. Another text comes in. To be totally honest, Bob, I couldn't care if the NHL continued this year from an entertainment perspective. Found ways to fill my time elsewhere. From an economic standpoint of the entertainment industry needing to open it up, it needs to happen. Last thing I want to see is mainstream sports media have to lay people off so i hope they get the uh, nhl and other sports up and going and again you can text us at 780-496-0063 bob uh, another texter on this topic would love hockey back in a few months but would rather see tests and resources and money used uh to be there used for the doctors nurses and uh, home, uh, nursing homes, et cetera. Hey, I'm the first to admit that we're going to need to significantly upgrade a lot of things moving forward, including the caliber of uh, standard that has currently been evidenced by the challenges that we have in nursing homes, old age homes, assisted living facilities throughout this country. More than 50% of Canadians that are dead from COVID come from said nursing homes. So that as of uh, this morning. And uh, it's going to be something to uh, watch uh, moving forward as well. And a lot of you have taken the time to provide me with some additional numbers just on the the normal length of stays in those sort of places. Here's another texture. Bob, there's still no vaccine for SARS. So waiting for a vaccine for COVID-19 could be a long time. Mike says, since when did we decide that the be-all and end-all of this virus is a vaccine? Isn't it a much uh, more realistic to expect effective medication to treat the illness like we do in 99% of the other health issues out there? And again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. Back at the 632 Chet Studios is uh, Brendan Escott. Brendan, I gotta, I gotta do this. Here we go. Cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford, Wetaskiwin, focused on your health and peace of mind, and they're proud to be a part of Ford Canada's Built to Lend a Hand program, helping their customers through these difficult times, committed to social responsibility, safety, and supporting their value clients through flexible, uh, flexible financing, online sales and support, and even delivery with mobile service. Find out more about how Brent Ridge is built to lend a hand by calling one 477 3673 or visiting brentridge.com. Go out and see Uncle Milt, Rich, and Johnny and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford. Tonight, Reed Wilkins has Inside Sports from 7 to 8 after the Global News Hour at 6 p.m. Fluid show tonight for Reed, or what do you Oh, oh, no, my friend. You're going to hear from St. Louis Blues defenseman Colton Pareko and Seattle Seahawks play-by-play voice Steve Reibel. There you go. Tomorrow, uh, Elliot Friedman will join us from NHL Hockey and Rogers. We'll have Jack Michaels, my play-by-play partner, and Cam Moon. Get a little bit of a Western Hockey League feel from a long-time observer in that league, the play-by-play voice, communications man for the Red Deer Rebels. Thanks, to everybody, for listening. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with... Eileen Bell and more ongoing COVID-19 coverage, including Dr. Dina Hinshaw's press conference today at 3.30 on 6.30 Chet Afternoons of Jay Lynn Nye. So long, everybody.
Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.